1,000 Awesome Zambians by La Zambiana. Tell your story. Own your story. Ingotu and thank you so much for joining me. I have two special guests and you're going to hear all about them. Remember, you will find information in the description box about this particular episode, as well as previous episodes, as well as, most importantly, my guests. All right, I'm going to hand it over to, to, to my two guests today. I'm super excited because this is new. I've never had two people at the same time for a Bulela podcast interview. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, okay? Okay. Um, so my my name is uh, George Schinger, yes. and I'm the, the communications manager for Comacro, the company behind the brand is World. And uh, I think I'll quickly also as well introduce uh, the other guest, uh, Rebecca Snyder, who is our, our digital manager, uh, media manager, uh, to be to be specific. And we are happy to be part of this uh, podcast. Okay. Um... All right, Rebecca, you want to say a little something as, you know, a way of introducing yourself? Yeah. Um, as George mentioned, my name is Rebecca Snyder. I'm the digital media manager at Kamako. So, you know, I get to kind of help tell our story to the world, whether it's Zambia or global, which is really exciting. Okay, brilliant. So um, I would, I ask this one question to all of my guests, Yes. Are you a fan of Bolela Podcast? And if you are a fan or a listener or a viewer of Bolela Podcast, which one of all the episodes that I've put out is your favorite? Um, I think it, <laughs> I can't remember which one it is uh, specific, but I think it's um, honestly I can't, I can't really pinpoint one, but I definitely can say that I'm a I'm a, I'm a fan definitely <laughs> okay okay nice save there um uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean I, I put you on the spot I know um but I'm hoping after we we do this interview at least you can say you know my favorite episode from Mulela podcast is the interview that we did together Okay, so tell us, I know you briefly spoke in your introduction, you said um, who you represent and the It's Wild brand, I love your hat, by the way, um, you know, it's, it's well loved and well known, but then again, you know, I'm speaking from a personal perspective, it's one of my favorite, favorite brands, I love your honey, I love your your peanut butter oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh anyways so so tell us what 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 does what is what what do you do where do you work where you know tell, speak to us as if you were speaking with Zambians or people who don't know about your brand sorry yeah yeah so um the the company is uh community markets for conservation so what's very key in, 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 in that name is that we work with the communities and we create markets for the communities and, uh, and then we practice conservation farming. And this conservation is just not in terms of agriculture, but it's also conservation of wildlife. And so our starting point, uh, if I can just give like a background, is that we transform poachers and turn them into farmers. And then once they are farmers and we create this, this um, community of farmers we then provide a market for for our farmers 
to buy the crops that they produce, the surplus crops that they produce at a premium price. And then once we, we buy their crops, we turn them into high value food products that we sell across Zambia under the brand It's Wild. And uh, the profits that we generate from, from the sale of It's Wild are then channeled back to the communities to reward their compliance to these uh, local initiatives and uh, conservation practices. So ideally that's uh, who we are. And when we talk about the It's Wild brand, there are several, uh, products that we have on the market, the, the It's Wild Chama Rice, uh, the It's Wild Honey, the It's Wild Yummy Soy, and uh, one that's maybe popularly known is, I mean, the, the It's Wild uh, Peanut Butter. And we uh, just recently also launched a, a new product the, that combines uh, cowpeas and soya and maize, which is called the, the Jumbo Combo. Oh, and I think that's, uh, I think that really, gives it the basic about who we are and what we do. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I mean, if I haven't said it already, I I love the work, I love the work that you're doing. So when, I, when you DM'd me and approached me and asked to be a guest on my podcast, I was like, it's, 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 a, it's a straight up yes, because I love the work that you're doing and um, value addition, it's a song or, you know, uh, something that I talk about either on my social media or privately. And, you know, especially when you tie it in with conservation and, you know, I love the work that you're doing. I love the work that you're doing. So what communities are you based in? Because um, I imagine if you're pulling resources, raw products from different areas of Zambia, to create your finished products for the brand under It's Wild, you're working in different communities. So could you tell us a little bit about the communities that you're working in? So when right now we're based in Eastern Province, Central Province, and part of Northern. So we work in almost all the districts in Eastern Province. So Nimba, Patauke, Sinda, Katete, Kasanangwa, Mfue, Lundazi, Chama, all the way up. And then we've also got areas in Serenje and in Fika, correct? And then we, our biggest and newest area that we've kind of launched is over in Mumbwa and Atejiteji. So Kamako is kind of starting to branch out. But the most important thing to know about our operational areas is that you're going to find they always border the national parks. So in the east, you know, we look at the Luangwa Valley because when we started, that's where the problem was with poaching. And so now where we're at in Mumbwa and Tejiteji, it surrounds um, the Kapue National Park. Ah, okay. Makes sense. You know, it's good that you've mentioned the different areas that you work in. Another question I ask when I have the opportunity to speak to a Zambian business um, is, you know, how many um, professionals, you know, you don't have to give like the absolute exact numbers but how many people are you working with or are employed under Comaco and um, it's wild brand I mean yes could you tell us um, so in terms of us of our staff range um, we we have a range of, um, of about 250 Comaco uh, staff yes and and this uh, maybe something that we should probably make quite clear is the fact that we are a, a truly Zambian and indigenous company. So the majority of, of uh, this stuff are pure, truly Zambian uh, Zambians. And then 
we also have um, we are working with 230,000 Moscow farmers in wow. these areas that uh, Rebecca uh, talked about and all these farmers um, are have signed a conservation pledge to say that they are going to work with us from start to finish to make sure that we conserve our our wildlife, we conserve our environment, and then we also conserve the we practice conservation farming in the way we do our agriculture. Mm -hmm. And um, maybe something that just to touch on, uh, I know uh, I don't I don't know how this can relate, but uh, Rebecca talked about how we we border the the national parks. Yes, I've had questions before where somebody would ask like, why the elephant? You know, <laughs> like. What's, what's the connection between peanut butter and the elephant? What's the connection between peanut butter, I mean, between the elephant and rice? And the, the idea is that we are just trying to, we, our, our mission is to make sure that we, we conserve wildlife. And then what we're trying to do is to promote, we want nature and uh, people to thrive together. So we are trying to make sure that we pro protect these ecosystems and all the different facets that are involved in this ecosystem coexist and, and work together. So that's why maybe Nanatia would say why we have the elephant, because we're, we're actually protecting uh, wildlife. Okay. I mean, I assume, like I said, again, I speak from a, from a point of view of being a fan of your brand. Um, so I assume it's, it's, it's obvious, but it's good. It's very nice. It's very nice that you've, um, you've mentioned. So um working with all of these different community groups and um you know you talked about thousands of small scale farmers a staff of 250 roughly what's the percentage of women working with you or women or what's the percentage of women that you work with so when it comes to the amount of farmers that we work with 52% of our farmers are actually female so we have a higher population of women that we're working with, which we're really proud of. Um, and then staff wise, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> Maybe George knows. No, um, staff wise, I, I wouldn't have the, the exact number, but in addition to what Rebecca has talked about, we we work with um, um, 100 and over 100 cooperatives. And these have been uh, they've been organized in one cooperative federation. Yeah. And this federation of our farmers, the leadership, the leadership of the, of this cooperative uh, is is a very powerful woman, a powerful female farmer. And so to us, that's uh, that just shows the type of importance that we are attached to making sure that there's diversity in the way we 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 do our work and also the fact of uh, uh, gender inclusion and 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 the like. So I think I think that adds to what uh, Rebecca mentioned. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I know I love I love the 52%. This this question is important for me precisely, first of all, because I, I'm a woman and then personally and on my podcast i'm always trying to champion the role of women in zambian society um that's that's why i put you on the spot there and i asked you that one so i'm happy to know that when i purchase a, an it's wild um branded product i'm helping support small scale farmers small um and and the farming cooperatives that you run that also have a good percentage of women working with you. 
Okay, so let's talk about your business um, model. Yeah, conservation is key and is fundamental. And you've mentioned a few new brands. Um, how did you come up with with the concept? What? How did you come to you know? Okay, maybe if we make this, then maybe it will help us that do this or achieve X Y Z goal. How was the concept? Um, yeah, put yeah, I can take that one. Good. So in about 2003, our CEO and founder of the company, Dr. Dale Lewis, was working in some of the most rural areas. And he noticed, you know, there is such a problem with poaching and and poverty. And what came to find out about the fact is that, you know, the reason poaching and poverty were so prevalent is the fact that there was no markets for these people to sell their crops. So what they could in the way that they were growing it, they're using chemical fertilizers, they're depleting their fields, like there's no nutrients left. And so he came up with this model that, okay, so if we end up supplying the markets in these communities and in reward, you know, they're conserving the land, then we can kind of build off that, which is where the community markets for conservation comes. And so, you know, he asked though, okay, we're gonna buy all these surplus crops, but what do I do with them? And which is where we decided to turn these into products but the best thing about our it's wild um products is that because we're giving these farmers the education and we're teaching them climate smart agriculture practices and they're planting a tree called glaricidia sepium which replaces chemical fertilizer so all the crops that we're we're purchasing you know they're chemical free they're pesticide free they're all natural which is not something that most companies are doing on the market in zambia and so it's just so cool to see that we've got this chain in this cycle that everybody's actually being rewarded for the hard work that they're putting in. Okay. Uh, I love I love that you use the line, everyone is being rewarded because I don't know if it's because of my age or what, but I'm very, or because I'm a mother now, I don't know. I'm very conscious about what I eat, what I put into my body. So if, if from the point of, um, you know, the, the agricultural start point, it, it's all clean, you know, no chemicals. And then when it reaches my table, you know, the less chemicals in it, the happier I am as a consumer. So let's talk about, um, you know, your your brand and your services and how how do you advertise? How do you reach, um, you know, Zambians? I mean, I, I, you don't have to do any advertising with me because I, I know your brand, but how do you reach most other Zambians? Of course, the, the traditional ways of um, of putting ourselves out there. For, for a long time, we've basically tried to, to sell ourselves through word of mouth. And, and because we pride ourselves in having a product that's very, that's quality and that people love once you, you consume them, you know that by purchasing these products, you are you're actually supporting a rural farmer who's actually practicing climate smart agriculture. So we we know that that helps out but then yeah. in addition to that we are also uh like uh through rebecca's uh work there's a lot of advertising and marketing that goes on digitally so we have our social media platforms we have different uh like the facebook's the twitters and and all these social media areas we do what what needs to be done to make sure that we could we tell the komako story and how it ties into the it's World brand because our our maybe goal is to make sure that people understand 
that the Komako story is what brings the Itswar brand because you have the situation sometimes where people would know the Itswar brand and they would not necessarily know the company that's behind it. And so that's one of the things that we try as much as possible to make sure that the two aspects are brought, brought home. And in addition to that, we also do, um, like in the pre, uh, in the past uh, past year, we've done uh, radio advertising, we've done a, a Komako radio show, we've been in uh, we've been at uh, uh, Phoenix FM. We've had a show there this uh, this year. We've also had another show on Hot FM as well, and as well as um, uh, TV advertising. We recently just uh, concluded um, an advertising of uh, a, a, an advert that was really building on what I've just talked about in terms of the Komako story and how it ties to its world brand. So we had our because sometimes we feel like it's not really important for us to be the ones that are talking, but would want you to hear from our farmers because they are the ones that actually do much of the work and they're the ones that show immense commitment to the work that we put that we we are we are trying to to put forward. So yeah. we had a farmer that was really describing his uh, was in his field and describing what it is to be part of Komako and what it means to be uh, part of Komako. And we feel like that's much that's more uh that's stronger uh coming from the the actual farmer that really does the work and so we we do all these uh different activities and and of course sometimes we participate in in exhibitions and also participate in a few corporate social responsibility activities where we we sponsor a thing or two here and there but at the moment of course uh limited resources here and there Yes. We, we try as much as not to overstretch ourselves and let um, just let the work speak for itself and then the products as well to do the marketing for us because to be fair and maybe it might seem like I'm saying this just because I am uh, part of the brand but to be fair we really feel like we honestly do not have competitors because our 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 products are just incredible and the story and the effort and commitment that we put behind these products is just something that we feel stands the test of time and does the work for itself okay i i love the last bit about we have no competitors because it, it's hard it's hard to speak from a how do you say an objective point of view? Because when when I go to the supermarket, or the last time I was in the supermarket in Lusaka, when if I wanted honey, it was it was just automatic. I didn't even have to look or check. I didn't I didn't even do price comparison. I just I just pick up. It's wild, you know. I shared I shared in the via DM. I shared a, a small reel that I made. I had the, it's wild honey because. It, to me, if I go to the supermarket, it doesn't make sense. It, the only thing that makes sense is to get, but also it, I think it comes down to packaging, branding, quality, also those things as, as a customer. That, that's a review there. If you if you want a clip to, to talk about what customers say about your brand. Okay, so I love I love that you you've said all of those things. And I think I recently, I recently started to follow you, but because I think I saw you sponsor an event or something with a Zambian musician. His name is Tia P, maybe? I might be confusing. Okay, so you did, okay, 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 good. So I'm not crazy. Um, I noticed he was, cause he's doing something called Street Lingo Launch. I might have the name mixed up and I saw that you sponsored him and I was like, oh my God, I meant to follow them, you know? We have sort of like similar interests. I want you to quickly tell us 
where um where our where my listeners can find you um what supermarkets um or are you you know like you have independent distributors you can speak of the main ones and then afterwards you can share with us where they can find you on social media okay so you can find our it's wild products in all major retail stores across ambia so Shoprite, pick and pay chopees if you're in lusaka jambo and melissa's um those are the big ones and then across the Eastern province, we've also got our green market shops. So we've got in all the major districts, we've got a smaller shop that carries all of our products exclusively. So just those ones. And then we also have other retailers across the country, but those are the main ones. Okay. And then if you follow us on our social media, so we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, we also post about the locations of our products where you can find us. And I can definitely be able to share our LinkedIn hand or not our LinkedIn, our handles with you. So if you want to share those on the podcast as well. Definitely, definitely. I always yeah. insist. Sorry, sorry, um, George. Uh, in, in addition, can, yes, yes, yes. Can yes, I, yes. Can I also say something? Yeah. Um, Rebecca mentioned the the green markets, the green market shops. One of the 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 things that is impressive that is impressive in my view, uh, about the green market shops is that we we're trying to bring them as close to, to the farmers that actually produce, that actually are critical, uh, are maybe more important to these products than, uh, and yeah, they are more important. So what we've done with the green markets we is that we have certain initiatives where yeah. I'll, I'll just give one initiative, for instance, that is known as Yopima. So the Yopima initiative is where you can walk into any green market uh, in the East and walk in with your, if it's, for instance, I'll just give an example. If you walk in with your, with your lunch bowl or something and you want to buy uh, rice or peanut butter or whatever, we can weigh it for you. We actually weigh it for you and we, we sell it to you depending on the, pot, uh, the, the amount that you want to buy. So what this essentially means uh, is that we're trying to make it as affordable as possible. So we get rid of, let's say, the packaging cost so that we don't push that to the, to the actual consumer and the consumer who's the farmer that is in these areas that we work in. So I, I, I thought that was just something to, to add to what uh, Rebecca mentioned. Okay, no, 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 please, please. Yes, I love, I love, I was, I was, um, what was I going to say? I was like, I always, first of all, on where to find you on social media, where to find you physically. I love that you've mentioned the green uh, market shops. And you've given us, George, you've explained what the concept is behind them. And then I always insist my listeners, my viewers, check the description box so they can find you and check out um, your social media pages for themselves. I love your your presence on Instagram, on, on Facebook, because I think, you know, it's really nice that businesses and brands are realizing that the social media presence is, is key. Um, and also, you know, just as a segue to say, okay, being part of my podcast is really, really great because it's it's a free opportunity for you to do free promotion for your brand, for your goods, and so on and so forth. So thank you, thank you for being part of um, Valela Podcast. I'm not sending you away. If there's any last um, important element that you think my listeners and my viewers need to know about your brand, please use this opportunity to talk about it. What what we, we aim for as a, as a company is that we have a healthy population and at the end of the day. So you find that's why we are doing all these uh, 
different things to make sure that our products are really uh, natural and good for the consumer, which which is the, the, the Zambian consumer. And so to us, that's very important. And we'll continue to make sure that we put in all the, uh, the, the commitment required to make sure that we, we provide Zambians with a really nutritional and healthy uh, product out there. And sorry, I just thought of something as well. And and forgive me for this though. Uh, in a, a couple of uh, months months ago, we did uh, like a, a a survey where yes. we we're trying to ask our farmers about our peanut butter. Yes. And through this uh, survey, we discovered that the majority of our consumers love our peanut butter. Uh, over any other brand of peanut butter. And then the reason why they love it, uh, according to that survey that we did, is because of the taste of of of, uh, of our peanut butter. And to us, that was very, uh, it, it was very encouraging to us because the amount of effort that we put in to make sure that we deliver the type of quality that is very important for the Zambian is actually something that the Zambian really appreciates. And it it was a really good encouragement and we we remain appreciative to the Zambian community and the Zambian consumer for having appreciating the the effort that we're putting in this and we'll continue to provide the type of quality that will beat uh, everybody out there okay. and so in essence i'm just trying to say we are we want to promote a healthy zambia and that's what we are that's why we do this okay 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 good 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 mm. This has been Bulela Podcast with Ingutu and my two special guests. Remember to check the description box for info on where to find my guests and the It's Wild products and more information about Komako. Bye. 1,000 awesome Zambians by La Zambiana. Tell your story. Own your story.